Welcome to the Ridge University Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and discover tools for living. Now here's your host, Ridge Director of Discipleship, Will Heron. Welcome, everyone. My name is Seth Sparks, and I'm your host for the Ridge University podcast series this time, actually. Will is sitting across the table from me. Today, we're covering the story behind the story, and over the next few episodes, we're going to be exploring our fascination with fiction, asking why it is that stories like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings have proven so popular with so many, and what does that have to do with Christianity and the Bible? These are just two of the many questions we'll look to answer throughout this series. And helping me do that is Will Heron, my friend and co-host. Will, it's great to have you here. Yeah, Seth, thank you so much for hosting this. Excited to kind of put this material into podcast format. We've had a good time with the classes and that, so for sure, looking forward to it. Will, I know this theme is something that's been on your mind for a few years now. Um, you've taught classes about this here at the Ridge, and that's how we got more deeply connected, obviously. Right. Could you tell the folks listening what got you into exploring stories and why they resonate with us? Sure. Yeah, well, it's probably helpful to mention that my parents reared me on a very diet of Bible stories and then, you know, movies and TV shows growing up. Uh, they generally steered me clear of any like horror, anything dark per se, but they did open me up to the world of sci-fi, action, murder, mystery. Some of my earliest memories of family meals is us sitting at the table with the original Star Trek, you know, on TV, like eating together in the company of Captain Kirk, Spock and the team. Uh, also quickly became familiar with Star Wars, James Bond, John Wayne uh, and the like. But Seth, the older I got and the more stories I was exposed to, the more I began to realize how often we were coming back to the same kind of plot lines again and again. We were experiencing new characters and new worlds, but most of them were part of a familiar plot line or theme. And honestly, this all came to a head one night a few years ago. I was sitting watching the Disney remake of Beauty and the Beast. I don't know if you've, have you seen that? Like. Yeah, I know they've done a lot of live action remakes it, it, lately. It's the live action remake that I enjoy the most, actually. Yes, it, it actually turned out to be pretty good. Um, it was actually a rare occasion when my wife and I were able to get out for dinner and a movie. And uh, yeah, as I said, turned out the movie was kind of a credible remake of a classic story. But for me, it wasn't really the special effects or the grandiose musical renditions that struck a chord with me. I just remember toward the end of the movie thinking... Why should I care about an angry and aggressive monster being transformed into a man of humility and kindness and love? Why did I long for justice for the villain Gaston while seeing other heroes, you know, uh, settle into a happily ever after? Why did I rejoice with the characters at the end when the kingdom was transformed and renewed and they were all reunited together? And what I started to realize then and I've grown to discover since is that so much that resonates in our fictional stories has biblical roots to it. It resonates for a reason. It's not just entertainment. We are experiencing something of God's heart uh, and his kingdom. Actually reminds me of a quote by the author of The Lord of the Rings, J.R.R. Tolkien. And he said this, he said, Behind the fantasy, real wills and powers exist, independent of the minds and the purposes of man. As always, he puts it so well. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so there's something deeper going on in our stories 
And we're going to explore that a lot throughout this series. Yeah. Before we do that, you mentioned in one of your classes about how it's important to understand how we use stories before we understand why stories resonate the way they do. Um, that's a little complicated. So can you unpack that for us? Sure. Yeah, I'd be glad to. I, I think it's helpful to think of stories in two basic categories. So the first one is the kinds of stories we use to engage with reality as we see it in the world. Okay, we, we use these kinds of stories to process or raise awareness of what we experience. Examples of this would be stories based on his, historical events, Schindler's List uh, about the Holocaust, 12 Years a Slave about slavery uh, in the United States. And you can also have a fictional story that depict everyday experience for some people. That would be movies like Rain Man or A Beautiful Mind that address mental disability. And we create these kinds of stories to help process or raise awareness uh, of what we're experiencing in, in the world. But the second way that we use stories, and, and this is the category we will reference most in this series, is when we use stories to transcend our experience in the world. We use stories to aspire to something greater than what we see. And examples of this would include most superhero stories, romance stories, most Disney movies, the kind of stories where the good always wins out, justice is always served, the couple end up together, you know, there's a happily ever after. We don't consistently experience that kind of reality in the world. And so we create these stories aspiring to something greater. And Seth, I think we can learn a lot about ourselves and the validity of what the Bible says uh, by the second category in particular. To recap that, we use stories to explain our world in a couple ways. First, to help us process what we experience, and also to explain our desire to transcend our experience. Uh, earlier, you mentioned about how we come back to the same kinds of plot lines and themes in our stories. We know that's not a recent phenomenon, but can you give some history on just how long humans have realized this? Yeah, so and kind of around the 1700s, there was an English writer named Dr. Samuel Johnson, and he, he said this. He said, how small a quantity of real fiction there is in the world. He said how the same images with very little variation have served all the authors who have ever written. And he was one of the first who started to recognize a pattern in stories across cultures and centuries, that there are a few basic plot lines and, and themes that people kept coming to again and again. Uh, now, more recently, another English journalist and author, Christopher Booker, uh, he devoted over 30 years of his life to kind of extensive analysis of stories over the centuries. And this was summarized in his critically acclaimed work, The Seven Basic Plots. Through his research, uh, Booker came to the conclusion that all these stories across centuries and civilizations basically distilled down into seven basic plots, uh, such as comedy, rags to riches, the quest, overcoming the monster, that kind of thing. And Seth, when I read it, it made total sense to me. You know, whether we've realized it or not, we do come back again and again to these similar plot lines. I mean, think about it. You only have to look at the top 50 highest grossing films of all time to see that. 48 of the top 50 have good versus evil as their primary plot line. Another good example of predictable plot lines is Hallmark movies. Seth, have you ever watched a Hallmark movie before? I I. I may have seen one or two. You're okay to admit that? I, I can, I suppose. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to admit that I watch them every Christmas season with my wife. And you know what? It's pretty much the same narrative arc. Like, every time, no surprises. And this is true for plot lines like Rags to Riches, The Quests, 
uh, murder mystery, horror, decade after decade, people come back to the same stories again and again. So this leads us to the question, and one of the central questions of this podcast series, why? Why is that so? And what has it got to do with Christianity and the Bible? And without giving away any spoilers to our upcoming episodes, what does this have to do with the Bible? I mean, a lot of people right now enjoy us sitting here talking about movies for a few episodes, but just like these stories, I think we're here to bring something deeper to the forefront. So tell us, like, why is this topic relevant to us as Christians? Well, speaking personally, you know, discovering the biblical roots to much of the fiction I enjoy has actually enhanced immensely my enjoyment of those stories. And that's my hope actually for our listeners over this series, that through this series, they're going to begin to realize that so many of the things that resonate with them in popular fiction do so for a reason, uh, much deeper than entertainment. And truly, there is a story behind uh, the story, and I'm excited to explore that together. But in terms of why it's relevant for us as Christians, fictional stories provide us a unique platform to discuss truths about the Bible that might otherwise be rejected if we were to share directly from the Bible. Um, In other words, stories provide us a starting point to talk about deeper things. And Jesus certainly used stories in that way. I'm not saying that you should never open your Bible and, you know, share with a work colleague or friend at school. But what I am saying is that We live in a day where many people hold a pretty low view of the church and of the Bible. And if we want to share our faith and the convictions we hold, sometimes we have to think creatively and how to best communicate them. And I think having conversations around popular stories and why they resonate can open the door to to deeper conversations about the Bible and and our faith. I I think that is a great teaser for what we're going to talk about. Um, Can you give one example? Sure. I'll try maybe to limit to one or 10. Uh, But I think all the kinds of characters that have sacrificed themselves in popular fiction, for example, uh, Tony Stark in Avengers Endgame, Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Neo in The Matrix, even Emmett in the Lego movie. (laughs) You know, why do these sacrificial savior-like figures tend to resonate with us? You know, what is it about somebody laying down their life to save others or save the world that hits us so deeply? Uh, I think that's a good example. It's a a beginning point of a path that could lead us to share why the actual death and resurrection of Jesus is so powerful and meaningful to us personally. So learning how to make the connection between pop culture stories and the way they make us feel allows us to better evangelize and be disciple makers. Right. And with that, I think the scene's set for us to dive into our first plot line in our first episode. Yeah, so we're going to start off with one of the most popular plot lines, Good versus Evil. So hope folks can uh, join us for that. Sounds great, Will. Thank you, everyone, for listening and giving us some of your time today. Be sure to join us for Episode 2 as we begin our journey into discovering the biblical roots of our fascination with fiction. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you are interested in finding ways to live out your faith, why not head to our church website, ridgelife.org. There, you'll find opportunities to serve in the church and in our local community. You'll also discover ways to get involved in community groups. One of the best ways to find support and encouragement as you seek to live out what you're learning from the Bible. Head to ridgelife.org for more details. 